It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is February 27, 2018. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. I appreciate that, Bill. And as everybody knows, that Bill always pulls some good articles out. Uh, you know, it's a little, a little bit of news up front. And uh, today, we, what's this about the department? The Department of Veterans Affairs is studying how service dogs might be able to help veterans with PTSD. I thought that was old hat already. Well, uh, yes, it is. But uh, everybody's trying to come up a new t- with a new twist. And, uh, Gary, uh, it, it, it's pretty much the same as some of the other organizations that are involved in uh, getting uh, service dogs matched with uh, uh, servicemen and women who are suffering from post-traumatic stress and, uh, you know, uh, need a companion to help them along with uh, post-traumatic stress. So, you know, we, we've done a lot of shows in that area, and we do know that uh, these service dogs are very much an asset to, uh, uh, to uh, veterans who are in need, and especially with post-traumatic stress. They sure are. They sure are. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great idea, and uh, service dogs are, are very important. Uh, you know, in addition, the, 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 the VA has announced uh, that they are very concerned about uh, veterans who are departing from active service uh, to be in contact with them. Can you imagine? The VA uh, uh, bills it at uh, launching a concierge serve for the care program. Basically what this is, Gary, uh, every week, uh, the VA, the Department of Veterans Affairs, receives a list of separating service members from the Department of Defense, and the goal is to make contact with them within a month of discharge. So the Secretary says that uh, he wants to have outreach uh, with veterans who uh, are military persons who are uh, uh, coming from active duty, uh, to, um, uh, to get them to know about the uh, health care system and then how to apply. Uh, as you know, Gary, a great majority of our veterans are not in the system, and to get care, you need to be a member uh, or uh, enroll in the system. So, uh, you know, it's good for outreach to be able to reach them and to get them in, and uh, hopefully for those... Uh, uh, Ill- illnesses and concerns that they may have from their service, the VA might be able to treat them as uh, as well as possible. That's true. 
All right. And you also have something about uh, the veterans and, and responders, first responders commit suicide every day. What is the VA saying about that? Well, it's the same situation here again. Uh, that uh, mystique number of 22 a day, and it varies between 22 and 20. Um, you know, it, uh, it it continues to occur. I, I guess the big deal there, Gary, is that we must emphasize suicide prevention awareness uh, every day, not just wait for the month of September, you know, to, uh, to have a great campaign. It's, uh, it's every day, and especially... You know, uh, uh, the, the, the suicide concerns for women veterans, uh, if you recall, women veterans uh, 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 commit suicides. Uh, the, uh, the, the rates are six times higher than their female counterparts in the general population. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot more there to be done uh, in terms of helping them. And uh, as you know, uh, we make that a, uh, one of our priorities to continue stress suicide prevention on a day-to-day basis. As we say, we are our brothers and sisters keepers. That's correct. Very correct. Well, thank you, Bill. You know, today we have a guest uh, with us, and he's been on and since, uh, I think, about 2015. Uh, it's a pretty interesting uh, uh, charity, and it's an advisor to listen up and, and uh, pay close attention because he'll tell you how to get rolling on a vacation. And, uh, of course, I can't, I can't quote uh, how many uh, locations that he has that you can choose from or just choose one. I don't know. We're going to learn that today. And, Bill, you have the honor of uh, introducing our guest. And, Gary, indeed, it is an honor to uh, introduce our guest again on our program, Philip Strambler. Uh, Phil is a Vietnam-era Marine Corps officer. He founded the, the organization, which is in honor of our troops, uh, in honor of our troops foundation, IHOOT is the acronym, and this occurred in January of 2002 in Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. Phil was the director of marketing and commercial activities in the Family Morale Welfare and Recreation Directorate of Walter Reed Army Medical Center for over 15 years, a long time. Phil retired and became IHOOT's chief executive officer when the Walter Reed Washington, D.C. campus closed and realigned at uh, Bethesda, Maryland. IHOOT's very popular vacations for vets program provides rest, recuperation, and therapeutic healing for servicemen, women, wounded warriors, and veterans. The IHOOT Foundation is proud to have provided free accommodations for thousands of military and veteran families to help them reconnect and reestablish healthy family relationships 
especially following war and long deployments. Phil Strambler, welcome again to the American Heroes Network. Welcome. Well, thank you very much, Bill and Gary. It's a pleasure to uh, return. It, it, time flies so quickly <laughs> that I hadn't realized that it had been three years since we had uh, connected last. Yes, unbelievable. I, I looked at that, too, yesterday. I'm going, well, it's been a while. It's been a while, but uh, you're still going strong, and that's, what's, that's what it's all about. Okay. Now, uh, Phil, let us go back to the beginning uh, when you founded iHoot. What were your concerns at that time? Well, what I saw as, uh, because I was supporting, uh, I've always been in a support role for supporting um, active duty, primarily active duty military, and the families. Um, and I stress the fact that we supported the entire family. But while I was at Walter Reed Army Medical Center, um, one of the things that I noticed was that was something that Bill already knows, being a retired a lieutenant colonel, um, and myself being a Vietnam era veteran, is that when a soldier returns from war, they don't come back the same. They are not the same person that left and and went wherever they deployed to, and on a countermeasure there, the family that was left behind is not the same also because they have been struggling trying to keep the family together. And in some cases um, where you have the younger, lower-ranking uh, enlisted personnel, um, they were struggling uh, to just make a living. Some of them are living below the poverty line, unfortunately. So what I noticed was the most difficult process was the return of the soldier, the reuniting of the family. That connection just wasn't happening. At the time, the divorce rate was 22%, um, and the suicide rate was at 24%. And a lot of that was because of that inability for, of them to be able to reconnect. Many of those, the thing that really touched me and, did, and made me want to do more was when I discovered that those suicides that you hear of aren't strictly active duty or military guys and girls. Um, those suicides are sometimes the family member, and even more shocking, sometimes it's one of the children of, of a military family or a veteran family. And I felt that I had to make America know that. Um, I was, um, I did a lot of special events at Walter Reed, and um, one of the most significant events that I ever did that changed my entire life was when the Walmart Corporation called me up out of Little Rock and said, hey, listen, we've heard a lot about the wounded veterans, the wounded warriors, the wounded soldiers at your facility, and we really want to do something for them. So I thought that was very great. I thought that was pretty noble. Uh, so I did a little research on Walmart and found out about them and the Sam's Club that they uh, that they owned. Found out that they were involved in a lot of a lot of great things, philanthropic things. But we decided we would put together a citywide event at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. And um, in doing that, the Walmart Corporation 
flew in on their corporate jet. Those are the days when the money was big. Um, and they brought their entire corporate staff. What they also did is Sam's Club provided um, uh, barbecue equipment. I mean, huge equipment for to do a massive cookout. And right. what I didn't know was that Sam's Club also owned uh, chefs all over the world. So they brought in seven really significant chefs to come in and cook. So here you had a, a special event where um, Walmart was sponsoring it. They had chefs cooking the food. We were bringing out all of the, all of the wounded warriors out of the wards that could make it to, to the event that were ambulatory and all of the ones that lived in the Malone House Hotel, bringing them out with their families so they could enjoy a particular a day of gratitude from Walmart. This was the first time we had ever done this. And it was it was just an amazing thing. I, we had Toby Keith, who one of the country western singers, came out uh, pro bono and did a concert. Really a big event. And what happened to me that changed my life at that event was there was a soldier that came up, not a soldier, but one of the guests, family members of a, of a Marine, came up behind me and he grabbed me and he says, he says, Captain Strammler, Captain Strammler, I am so happy to see you. I haven't seen you in 30 years. Turned around, it was one of my lieutenants um, <laughs> from one of my companies, and I was so shocked to see him. And he said, uh, "I said, well, what are you doing here?" He said, "Well, my son is a Marine, and he is—he got hit, and he is here at Walter Reed Army Medical Center." And we want to talk about awareness here, because here I was running MWR at Walter Reed Army Medical Center, and I didn't know we had Marines. In the medical center, I thought the Marines all went to Bethesda to the National Naval Medical Center. So these are some of the changes that happened during war. And I said, "Oh my gosh! Well, this is wonderful to see you." He says, "Well, I've told my son about you a lot of times as as a company commander, which shocked me a bit." And uh, he said, "Will you mind talking to him?" I said, "Absolutely." Well, what I wasn't ready for, Gary or Bill, is that. Mama was wheeling this kid in in a wheelchair. He had lost three limbs. He had lost one eye and an ear, and you could just see the shrapnel had, had what the shrapnel had done to his body. And this young kid, 19 years old, I froze. All I could think of is his life is over. And this kid, look, I'm looking. I, I didn't even know how to address him, so I just looked into the one good eye, and I, I was, I was just mesmerized and I kept hearing this this saying somebody saying something to me saying okay sir it's okay sir what was this kid talking to me and I shook the cobwebs out and I said what's okay son and he said well sir I I was in the wrong place at the wrong time and I got hit and now my marines are fighting without me and I realized at that point that this kid felt guilty because he was wounded in war, defending this country. And I had to excuse myself, and my assistant and I went into the Malone House and cried. And that's when I made the comment to him, if, if we're right here at Walter Reed and we don't know what's going on with these, with these heroes that we have here, how's America going to know? We must do something in honor of our troops. And that is exactly how that name came about. And from that point on, I made it my goal to make America aware that, yes, we have soldiers dying in combat, but what you need to know 
It's what happens to the ones that survive. That's right. We're going to go ahead and jump to a break. When we come back, we'd like to hear a couple more stories and also uh, a little more information on how we can get involved. Okay? You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Phil, with I Hoot. <laughs> and, uh, Phil, why don't you tell us, uh, into, get, let's get into the Vacations uh, for Vets uh, program and learn more about it. Okay, so you've gotten history, and um, Vacations mm-hmm. for Vets came about in a unique way, too, man, quite by accident. Uh, on that awareness tour, I spoke at the American Resort Development Association convention in Washington, D.C., back in the year 2000, uh, 2000 2001, 2002, and um, I, um, I met a gentleman who was the CEO of the um, Hilton Grand Vacations Club. He was uh, from France, and he was the worldwide CEO of that organization. And when we gave our presentation, uh, similar and told the story of what I've told you guys already, he said, well, I want to help. I want to be able to do whatever I can. Uh, making a long story short, 
um, we just, he had resorts in Vegas and in um, Orlando. So we put together a program where, at that time, only only wounded veterans at Walter Reed could go on a free vacation. We teamed up with American Airlines at the time, and they got a totally free vacation. All they had to do was apply, and they could go to either Orlando or Las Vegas. Um, and that was the beginning of the Vacations for Vets program. Um, we have grown since then to over 300 resorts that are available for any soldier, any veteran worldwide. As I said earlier, we started out just just uh, providing vacations for wounded veterans that were at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. And we have grown now to a worldwide organization where anyone, any veteran, any era, um, whether they were in war or not, they can apply for a vacation through Vacations for Vets. The whole system is online. And all they have to do is prove, provide proof of honorable service. And this program, as I said before, is designed to reconnect the families. So we've grown to the point where we realize that it's not just those soldiers that are in war or coming back from war that have the issues. All veterans have issues. And it's very ironic, this conversation that we're having today. I had a conversation with a a gentleman yesterday when I was interviewing him for the um, American Legion, and he was he's back in the hospital this morning he is a navy seal from the vietnam era that he has has tremendous problems with ptsd post-traumatic stress disorder and one of the one of the disorders now that people don't even talk about much is high anxiety disorder and um, these are things that stem from any war they stem from any era, and it doesn't even matter if you were in war. You know, PTSD, we know now, is, is a condition that you can get from going to boot camp or, or, or having a car accident or a plane crash or anything like that. So Vacations for Vets, when we first, you know, came up with the program, I worried that it wouldn't be enough to help the family. But if you read some of our testimonies, Gary and Bill, you'd be shocked. That one week away... You get the person out of the environment that they got sick in. Take the whole family away where they don't have to worry about anything. They probably would never be able to afford to go to some of the four- and five-star resorts that we are able to send them to through our, our resort partners. And um, they get a chance to just get away at a beautiful place and just focus on the family. That's... That's unbelievable. That's what it's all about, helping them out. Exactly. And, and they, um, you know, when I say many of them wouldn't be able to afford it, I'm not just talking about um, just the younger enlisted guys, too, because, you know, you, you, when you start looking at families, um, I've run across um, four colonels in the military that have 10 kids because, they, you know, they were married before and they were on their second marriage and the, and the spouse has kids. And, you know, uh, it doesn't matter how much money you make. If you've got 10 kids, you've got a problem. <laughs> you know, you don't, you're going to have some financial issues. 
So some, one of the ways that I've grown or we've grown is we realize that we shouldn't just focus on a particular, particular segment. We should focus on all veterans in all situations and not judge anyone, but to try to help all of them. Well, you know, I think one of the other situation would be birth control. We're going <laughs> to offer that. Well, that, that's that's something that uh, we don't get involved in. <laughs> it's one of those things where we say, "I ain't in it," you know. But actually, we do care, and we're—you'd be surprised at some of the counseling that I end up doing with, or some of the situations I have when when I speak to some of these young people or older people. Um, they call me all the time to thank us, but you know what? They don't need to thank us. What we do is easy. What we do is noble, but. We want to do it. We love it. And once that bug bites you, you just can't help but continue. This is my lifelong mission to serve the troops. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Don't forget to visit the American Heroes Network archive library of shows. Our veterans resource is truly making a difference through the weekly shows. All of our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources and events anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. 
Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Bill, with iHoot. And, Bill, you have a couple questions. Well, Phil, you know, um, uh, looking at uh, the premise uh, on which uh, iHoot got uh, its uh, initiation, it brings to mind probably a very critical point when a servant person leaves active duty to come to home and community after combat in the battlefield to reconnect or reintegrate with the family. It's very important uh, 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 what happens at that time. I mean, if you do the right things, things uh, may turn out okay, and uh, a lot of times it doesn't, but in most cases, if it happens in a bad way, uh, it, it turns out bad. Interestingly enough, Phil, uh, uh, a little research that I've done, today, right now as we speak, we've got our men and women in the U.S. military deployed in more than 140 countries around the globe. And a significant number of uh, that 140 countries is on the continent of Africa. So they're, then they're performing all kinds of complex missions which impacts on how they return to us. And for ba- lack of a better description at this point, is a lot of times they come back as damaged goods. Tell our listening audience about some of those individuals that you may be coming in contact with and, and trying at the same time maybe to help them along and being able to relax and to, you know, gear down to get back to be able to enjoy their families. Well, that is, uh, that's very significant, a very significant question and a very good question and comment. Um, and that goes back to the very beginning of why we started this foundation, because of that the difficulty of reintegrating, uh, of reconnecting, of de-stressing, of transitioning. That transition period is, is the most difficult of all. And, um, and, you know, you mentioned that they're deployed in 140 countries and many in the continent of Africa. Uh, I didn't know that particular statistic, but I will say this, that all ages, doesn't matter what age, what rank, what service, uh, or, and now I know it doesn't even matter what era, um, the one advantage that this new generation of military has, and, and what I'm, I'm speaking of, post Gulf War is that they do have treatment that um, we've learned us the Vietnam veterans and the Korean veterans and even some of the World War II veterans have benefited from the leaps and bounds than uh, that w- that this generation of military has created or that has been created for this generation of military treatment Post-traumatic stress disorder wasn't known as post-traumatic stress disorder during our era, uh, Bill. It was known as shell shock and, yes, and other terms that were used. We didn't know anything about post-traumatic stress. You went home and you dealt with it. Uh, now, this generation, we do have treatment, and so that many of the veterans like yourself and myself and some of our other counterparts, uh, the ones that are still alive, um, are able to go back are able to get treatment now through the VA. So we've come leaps and bounds there. But I come into contact uh, 
not physical contact, but um, phone contact and email and, and uh, you know, whichever way they can reach me, I come into contact with some folks that are just mind-boggling what they go through. But what's even more mind-boggling, Bill, is what they don't know they're going through. And that's the most significant part of the whole transition aspect is that you don't know what's happening to you. We can recognize that there's something wrong with this young man or something wrong with this young woman, uh, and we can readily see it, but they don't see it. They don't understand why what's happening to them. So it's very important that... <clears throat> We have programs, and the Vacation for Vets is a, is a great program for that. As I said to both of you earlier, I didn't think a week would be enough. I just didn't think I was doing enough to send them away and let them just focus on the family for a week. But now I know that it's very, very significant because when they do return from deployment or if they're transitioning out of the military, uh, it, it doesn't matter what the situation is to be able to just go away and have no worries, no stress, no financial woes for that one week makes a big difference for the entire family that they can get out and they can do that. For a family, of, especially the ones that cannot afford it, to go to Disney World, to go to Disneyland, uh, to go to Branson, Missouri and go to some of the... And, have great times with the family. Uh, it's just something they wouldn't be able to do. So we know that at least through our program, we're able to do a small part of getting them out and helping them through that transition period. Now it takes, we've got a lot of medical people with a lot of credentials that work with these, with these what I call kids now, um, but they work with all ages, and now we're going back and reaching back and, and working with all the Korean veterans and the Vietnam veterans. We all, we didn't get a chance to go through that transition period. You know, we just returned, took off the uniform, and went back to work. Uh, fortunately for nowadays, for the, this generation of, of people whom I respect a whole lot more, because I would not... I would not want to be deployed where these kids are going. I would not want to be in Middle East, in Africa, or anywhere else that these kids are going. Um, so their level of stress, their level of anxiety is a lot higher than what ours was comparatively. So Vacations for Vets, we just do what we can to help them regroup and hopefully Reconnect, And we've done that with over 5,500 families that we've sent away to the tune of about $45 million in support of free accommodations. So, Phil, if there's a process involved in selecting uh, vacation sites uh, uh, for veterans uh, by IHOOT, uh, explain uh, to us a little bit of what are the ingredients, what's involved in the process of selecting these sites. Okay. Uh, well, there's two processes there, and I, I think what you're asking me first is how do we get the sites right, that, are, absolutely. that are available? And uh, that first part of that process is goes back to an old saying that I always, something that I always say: the American people are good people, but they you have to make them aware 
of what the needs are. And our country supports our veterans. So once folks found out about IHOOT and what we were doing, the resort companies came out in mass. I started out with just Hilton, and then we acquired several other major resort companies and that stepped up to the plate and said, I want to, be in, I want to help. We want to provide uh, timeshare locations that these people can go to. And basically what happens is the owners of timeshares, folks that go out and buy timeshares, buy them through a major resort company. And what happens with timeshares is you probably know, you probably own them. You don't, get a, you don't have time to go all the time. You don't always Absolutely. go on your vacation. You know, life happens. So what they're able to do is donate it back to the resort company. They can, they can call the resort company and they can say, I heard about Vacations for Vets through your newsletter. I'd like to donate my vacation week to a veteran. So as you can imagine, thousands of people are doing that now. Now, the donation doesn't come to Vacations for Vets. The donation goes to the resort, and the resort in turn gives those vacations in points. There, there are different ways you can, you can add up um, the qualification for a vacation, but they give it back to Vacations for Vets. Now, the second part of that is how does the soldier do it? How does the service member do it, the veteran? They basically just go online and they apply. If they provide a DD-214 that shows they have honorable service, we don't care who they are, where they are, and when they served. We just care that they served honorably, and we want to give back to them. Now, now, Phil, if there is, uh, are there preferred sites that uh, you've uh, identified that veterans seem to prefer over in, uh, uh, one or two over the others, and, and, and why is that prefer- preference, if you're aware? Well, well, oh yeah, I'm aware of it, and definitely there are preferred <laughs> sites. And, you know, if you think about it, it's just like anybody else sitting down, and, and determining where they want to go on a vacation. And many of the exotic places, the Hawaii and Fiji, and, of course, our number one site, of course, is Orlando, uh, World Disney World, um, for families. Uh, the number one site for singles is Las Vegas. So, you know, number one and two there. Uh, and, but, of course, Hawaii is always, is always popular. The problem that we have now, and we hope that we'll be able to get more airline partners involved. When the price of fuel went up, American Airlines had to jump ship with us, and it wasn't their fault. Uh, When we started the program, we provided the entire vacation, airfare, and all travel-related services. Now we only provide accommodations. So the member that may want to go to Hawaii may not be able to afford the airfare to Hawaii. So that's our next goal within our foundation is to is to get the resources that we can put into a fund and assign a, a, a committee that will determine how we can help those that can't afford the travel-related services. So someone that may want to go to Hawaii will have to choose somewhere in the States to go or somewhere that they can drive to so they don't have to deal with the um, travel-related services. Interesting. Gary, you might uh, think about being a uh, 
a greeter in the Orlando area. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, they've got Disney has that down to a science. <laughs> okay. That's true. Disney always beats everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've got some good people in them in this country, guys, and you two, both of you, are examples of that with what you do with this radio network uh, to create awareness. And we certainly appreciate it. You've done that for us before, and I know that's where your heart's going to be for the rest of your careers or lives. Um, but I want to say that the American people themselves, once they know, once the folks that hear this broadcast know about it. We'll hear from them. We'll hear from them because that's the way American folks are. That's the way our people are. And I'm very proud to be an American because of that. Right. I even it... get some of the feedback, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm aware. I mean, some folks that I know here in the area and out of the area, they, they, they've told me about it. Fantastic! So, it is so that that that's that's good for you. I mean, that the the word gets around. That's right. That's what we have to do, and this is why what you guys are doing is very very critical. I mean, you've got all sorts of news outlets and everything else, but what we do is a small thing compared to what's going on in the world. But what we do is very significant in our world. Um. You know, we were just talking about uh, something like Disney, Orlando. You take a trip to Orlando, and um, does the cost of the parks, are they included in that, or some type of discount for the parks? Or There's always, and I'm glad you asked that question, and once again, it goes back to the companies and people caring. There's always discounts for the veterans. We can't promise them discounts, but what we do is w once they arrive, I mean, the Vacation for Vets now is known by all the resorts. And when these veterans arrive, they get all types of benefits. Now, you may ask the question, since these are timeshares primarily in condos and villas, um, are they required to go to the meetings and, and go to the sales presentations? And they are not. And that shows you that this is a gift of the heart, from the heart, from the resorts. Because that's how they survive. By selling right. timeshares, and people, uh, they even give free trips themselves to people for the purpose of selling a timeshare. And I don't know if you guys know it, but if you ever need a salesperson, go get a timeshare salesperson. They're the best in the world. Because <laughs> if you go to one of those meetings, you're going to come out with a timeshare. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so right. our guys are not required to do that, by the way. That's, that's the good part right there. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We are with our guest, Phil, with iHoot. And Phil, let's get into a little bit about uh, the, the website itself. What okay. will I find once I get there? Well, the website is www.ihoot.org, and as Bill stated earlier, that is an acronym, a true acronym for In Honor of Our Troops. And that is the way that our folks can apply for anywhere in the world they want to go is they go to www.ihoot.org. It's, uh, there is a link on there, a tab that says Vacations for Vets, and they click that. That is the only program we work with now. We've done a lot of things in our, in, uh, over the last 20, uh, 18 years, but we strictly focus on vacations for vets. Once they click that tab, they go through a, a series of an overview, guidelines, and uh, frequently asked questions. It takes them about 10 minutes to read it and understand it, and then they move on to the application if they want to apply. So it's a very simple process. Once they get to the applications, they will see the drop-down menus with all of the resorts that are listed uh, where they can go. And all of our resorts, I will say, I mentioned before, is uh, our four- and five-star resorts. So the only difference in those are basically a five-star resort. Generally, you have your own pool or your own hot tub and things like that. But they're all fabulous, fabulously beautiful resorts and furnished. It's like going home. It's a home away from home. <clears throat> That's wonderful. Bill? Well, uh, Phil, I must say it's uh, very much user-friendly. I'm at the website right now, and uh, everything that uh, you've mentioned, uh, for the most part, I've been able to uh, define it. Yep, it's, it's very simple for the for the two. And, and you have to have it that way because, and I'm going to tell you something else, the reason that we make it so simple um, is that <clears throat> veterans are the prey of every business, of every scam that you can think of. You know, they're used, they're, they're attacked 
because folks know that they have benefits and things like that. And so many of your veterans are, are gun-shy. And you, know, and you can imagine yourself, think about it when you first heard about vacation for vets. How are you going to give a vacation away? How are you going to do that? You know, it's, it's hard for a family to plan a vacation. And generally, the, you end up planning a vacation, and it costs you anywhere from four to $8,000. So if you can imagine a young soldier reading, hearing about it, and we don't advertise, we don't have a lot of money, we're not a $400 million foundation like some of these other nonprofits. That's not our goal, to have that kind of money. Our goal is to support the troops. So our advertising is word of mouth. One soldier tells another. And, of course, with folks like you guys where we can reach out and uh, and touch millions of people, that's wonderful. But for the most part, the soldier trusts another soldier. Even if, if, if their mother or father heard about this website, doesn't matter. They have to, they want to hear it from someone that's already done it. So that's how we've been successful. Now, Phil, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention... And and I hope you will expound upon the golfing charity tours where vets also participate. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. I wasn't even, you know, we haven't, we have what we call the uh, IHU Charity Golf Tour. And uh, we we basically go to different cities. Um, this year, we're going, to, we're going to Atlanta in August. And we're going to do one in Maryland again, which we haven't done in quite a while, and we do usually do one on the West Coast. And it's a, it's a fun event. It's really an awareness event. It used to be a big fundraiser, but that's not the purpose of it now. It's more of an awareness type of tool. Most corporations have people that play golf. Golf is one of the biggest sports now. And um, <clears throat> so we do this tour um, everybody wants to play golf. They get to have fun. They get to play with wounded warriors or veterans, not just wounded warriors, but as far as I'm concerned, all veterans are wounded in some way. So they get to come out and play with the veterans and have a good time and at the same time learn about our program and what we do for them. Once again, going back to America being good people, once they find out what we do, they're on board. So the charity golf tour is different from what it was before, Bill. It's not a fundraiser so per se anymore. It's an awareness tool. Great, great. Yeah. And another one of the big questions that a vet's going to have out there is, how can I prove that I'm a vet? Absolutely. Great question. <clears throat> there are two ways that we can determine if a person is a veteran uh, or is active duty. One, if you're active duty, you're going to have a mail.mil email address. The only way you can have a mail.mil email address is if you are an active duty veteran, uh, an active duty military or uh, a civilian on, that is serving the Department of Defense. Um, I don't have it anymore. I had it when I was working at Walter Reed, but when I left Walter Reed, I lost that. So that's one way. If they apply using a mail.mil, we don't even need to check it. We know that um, that's an active duty person. For veterans <clears throat> that are no longer on active duty, whether they're retired or, or, or whatever the case may be, reserves, it doesn't matter, they have to provide a DD-214, and Bill can tell you that a DD-214, that is the document that tells the story of your life when you were in the military. 
and it and it lets lets us know if that person was honorably discharged or has a general discharge, <clears throat> or you know where they served, what their ranks were, and everything else. None of the only thing that matters to us with that document is that they were honorably discharged. They served the country honorably, so we don't care what rank you are or, or any of the other things. Um, the, the question may come up. If I have a general discharge, you know, yeah, some some folks get into some types of trouble or issues while in the military, and they can get a general discharge. As long as that general discharge was under honorable conditions, then they qualify for the program. I might add that the service academies qualify for the program also, and widows of servicemen qualify for the program. They just have to provide the DD-214 and the death certificate. All right. All right. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, and, and Phil, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. What, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Well, what I'd like to share with the listeners is, you know, go to the website and, and see, look at some of the things that we're doing. The one thing that we're doing, we used to do a lot of things in, in, in days past, <clears throat> but now we focus on this program of trying to help families reconnect. Realize that it's not just active duty that have contributed to this country. All veterans have contributed to the country. We'd like you, if you want to support Vacations for Vets, go to our website. You can make a donation. Um, you can also, if you own a, a timeshare and you want to, you, to donate your time, you can't donate it directly to Vacations for Vets, but donate it back to your resort company. Tell them you're interested in supporting the program. Um, we're in the process of restructuring uh, our foundation so that we can uh, make, the, make the website even bigger because we expect in the next three years to take in three to four times the amount of applications. Give you a little bit of a background. When we started out, we would get one, two, three applications a week. Now we get over 100 vacation, uh, applications a week. All right. All right. Well, again, it's, it's uh, definitely check it out. Uh, you have nothing to lose. And like That's we've right. known Phil now for, for a handful of years, and, and it's going to keep going. So help a vet. Help a vet and his family reunite. That, that might be a good one. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Now, if you missed any, oh, Bill, I'm sorry. What well, would you like to Phil, say? Thank you for your uh, service to this great country of ours. And, and, and more importantly now, your continued service to veterans. Because, you know, with all of the, uh, uh, the red tape and bureaucracies, uh, I think we, we, we have our greatest accomplishments where veterans are helping veterans. And you certainly fit into that category. And uh, you've been doing great things, and uh, uh, we'd like to be able to uh, uh, add some suggestions to you as to how this can be even expanded in making contacts. Great. Thank you guys very much. I really appreciate you, and hopefully we won't be three years the next time we connect. That's right. Now, if you missed any of our live... We can make that happen. (laughs) 
That's right, we can. And if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7. You can also hear all our archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and we'll see you next week. Be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. the backbone of our